Memphis Grizzlies. Why y'all leaving so motherfucking early? It's still time on the clock. You know why? Because them Lakers giving y'all the business. The business. AR-15 hitting y'all with the gangster lean. Huchamora, who knew he was a scorer. Lakers in five now. I, it was six in five. Then told y'all. T. Morant, your thing ass quiet today. You ain't gonna get toast nigga up today, is you? Hell no, you ain't. It's a parade in my city. Never. Now get y'all ass down nigga Bill Street and get you some of that BB King barbecue and, and get your shit together. Lakers in five. First move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was hey, on crack. Coach, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? You're listening to the sports show. The sports desk. You trash. You not who? Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. mixtapes. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk, episode 223. It is your guy, it is your man's one half of your sportsologist, Dedra L. Hicks Jr. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And it's your man, Black. We are back once again in the building for another episode. The other half of your sportsologist is in the building, D. You already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. All right, man. Of course, we got a lot, a lot to get into and a lot to discuss. We are talking <clears throat> NBA playoff basketball. All the game ones are completed. Game twos are on the horizon. And, uh, you know, before we get into it, of course, we got a few ass breaks we're going to get into. But upon coming on air live, we're recording on a Monday around 7 p.m., uh, the Defensive Player of the Year Award was handed out to none other than Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Well-deserved. I felt like he should have won the award. I know there was a lot of conversations out there for Brooke Lopez and 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 uh, I can't remember the Evan Mobley. Evan yeah, Mobley. yeah, yeah. But uh, CJ Mobley. Oh, no, Evan. Evan yeah, yeah, Mobley. for the Cavaliers. Yeah. I get him. But, but anyway, yeah, I felt it was well deserved. Jaron Jackson Jr. One of the lead leaders in blocks, uh, rebounds all year long, defensive rebounds. So well deserved for the young fella uh, getting his first defensive player uh, of the year. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into. Oh, the icebreakers and black. Let's talk about that money, that moolah, and that cash. Philadelphia Eagles quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts just got <clears throat> big paid, my boy. Five years, $225 million with a hundred and seventy-nine. Of course, my sister loves to interrupt calling me while I am doing a live show. I will call you back. Uh, as I was saying, what was I saying, Black? Help me out here. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Big five, time money. Five years, $225 million with $179 million guaranteed. Black, what are your thoughts about Hurts getting the massive pay? They reset in the market once again. Highest paid player in the NFL. Uh, well-deserving. Well-deserving contract. You're talking about a year ago, we was talking to... We was everyone was talking about even us if if he was the right fit. Well, not you. You you feel like Jalen Holtz was what was was the answer for yeah, Philly a long yeah. time ago. But it was a lot of questions around him last year if he was the right fit for the Philadelphia Eagles. And man, look what a year makes. 
for you highest paid in NFL history. So shout out to him, man, and his team. Shout out to uh, Nicole Lynn, uh, the first woman to orchestrate a deal as such. His agent, under, yeah. uh, under the uh, Clutch Sports organization, mm-hmm. that, uh, organization cloud. So shout out to her, man, on a big time deal. She's one of the up and coming uh, agents for NFL football players. So shout out to her and. Uh, Jalen Hurst, man, keep doing your thing, man. He's well deserving of that contract. Philly made, did the right thing by getting this man this paper. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a no-brainer for uh, the Eagles to pay Jalen Hurts reset the market, and, and I'm glad that it went down this way because you know, even though we're happy for Jalen and and he had a phenomenal year, Philly had a phenomenal year, um, Super Bowl appearance, and um, you know, just really. Becoming the face and the leader of that franchise, it just continues to beg to wonder why Lamar Jackson doesn't have a deal. Mm. That's the first thing I thought about, and I hate that for Jalen uh, because this is his moment, this is his time, and he deserves this. He earned this. You talk about a kid who went through so much adversity being in Alabama, having his job taken away from him from Tool, then he has to leave and go to Oklahoma and just kind of. And, and I find it crazy because at some point in time, man, the, the whole public perception of Jalen Hurst was yeah, he's okay. For a long time. Mm-hmm. When he got benched in that national championship game, the perception of Jalen Hurts was, oh, he's all right. He'll do just enough. And this entire time, if you go back and look at Jalen's numbers, wherever he's been, people forget, he, as a, a first-year starter, he took the Bucks to the uh, he took the Eagles to the playoffs the year before against the Bucs. This was their first time in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? So this guy has the goods. And I've said it before, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles with every bit that I got in me. But I love Jalen Hurts. He is one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player in the NFL because I just like how he approaches the game. I like how he approaches his press conferences and and, and how he talks about leadership and how he displays leadership. This is a guy that you would like for your franchise quarterback to emulate. And I'm happy for him. Congratulations to him. But Baltimore Ravens, what's up? What are we talking about here? Jalen Hurts is not a former league MVP, is he? He is not. Lamar Jackson has won the AFC North on several occasions. What's he going has. on? He has. So it, it, it's the, the continued conversation of why Lamar Jackson hasn't got paid is still running wild. And this is a clear example of that. Because you know who's next. Burrow's next. Herbie's next. Trevor Lawrence is next. What do we got going on here in Baltimore? That's all I got to say about that, man. So congratulations to Jalen Hurts. Big money. Big payday for Sure. All right, Black, let's move along. A uh, quick r- bit of wrestling news. Now, there was a lot of conversations, man, when Vince McMahon resurfaced and and, and, and the Endeavor deal between WWE and Endeavor with the UFC, all that went down. All of a sudden, people started feeling that the vibe of the Raws and SmackDowns were changing. And a lot of speculation that Vince McMahon was indeed back in power. There were rumors that Triple H had been removed from uh, being the final shot caller when it comes to creative. Well, Vince McMahon sent out a mass email to all WWE employees and WWE talent to reassure that Triple H is still in power. He is still in control. Vince McMahon will have nothing to do with the creative angle of the WWE. Now, for me, I am ecstatic about that. I don't want Vince McMahon's hands in creative. Triple H has been cooking for a little over a year now and continue to let him build up this brand to the immense expectation that the fans want to see. Yeah. 
The fans want to see what we have been seeing. We have been treated to, to some amazing moments, man, just with Triple H being on top and calling all the shots when it comes to Creative Black. Does it make you feel any better that we can finally say, all right, Triple H is still the guy running the show? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely big time because I think, uh, well, a few weeks ago, uh, right after WrestleMania, you had seen that some of the some of the talent was kind of like they didn't know what the deal was. Yeah. Some people didn't show up to the Raw after WrestleMania because they had heard Vince was back and whatever he was doing is some type of creative part of WWE. So uh, it was some of the talent wasn't happy with that. But for for him to put out the email saying that uh, Triple H still is over everything and uh, creative and everything, that's that's a big deal. And you're right, D. He has been put has been pulling the right plugs, man. Calling the right shots for WWE. Even me, even myself, I've been very pleased with what Triple H has been doing with creative. He's it's been really really entertaining. So I'm excited, man, and I hope they can keep this rolling. Yeah, absolutely, man. Very very exciting. We look forward to seeing what else that Triple H can come up with as WWE. Uh, you know, just continues to go along. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and move into man. Say it ain't so, man. We have we have a a retirement fight in MMA. That's right. John Jones will defend the UFC heavyweight championship of the world against the greatest heavyweight of all time, Stepe Miocic. For a date to be later named, but it will be held in New York City in Madison Square Garden. And both fighters, rumors are swirling that what well, John Jones basically said, he did say it on his Twitter, that for his retirement fight, it'd be cool to fight in his hometown, in his backyard in New York, in Madison Square Garden against the greatest heavyweight of all time, Black Miotic and Jones. We could get more into the breakdown of the fight later, but just the mere thought that this could be it for both gentlemen. What do you think? Oh man, I was when we was discussing it. I was like, man, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, cause I man, we didn't we really didn't get a, a John's been around a long time. You you reminded me of that, but it seemed like we only had a sample size cause he's been going out the ring for so long. Yeah, you know he has a lot of uh, time when he's out of the cage. We. And it's going to be he's it's going to be strange to see him fighting his last fight because John such you know if not the most dominant UFC fighter of all time man mm -hmm. and he's just great in the cage when he's in there mm -hmm. you know it's 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 literally only one guy I feel like that has even challenged John in the cage and and for him this to potentially be his last fight with him and Stipe it's definitely big time D having these two guys uh. Two of the best to do it. Do you get the best heavyweight ever in Stipe, and then you get the best in the UFC all time. Greatest of all time. And and John Jones, like, what more can you ask for? These are the type of fights we want to see, and this is what we get from the UFC. That's why I love it so much. But if this is it, man, hat off to them. I know we're gonna be. I know we. They're gonna put on the show for us, D, and we're gonna be treated to a great match. Man, you know, um, I get it for Miocic. I get it for him, um, but for John Jones, it is kind of a head scratcher. John looks fresh. He looks healthy. He looks like he can still go. Um, but you know, when your time comes, your time comes. And if you feel like it's your time to go, then you need to get out. All right, because this is a dangerous sport. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't all in and you stepping in that all in, something very, very bad can happen to you. But the buildup of this should be incredible. I am excited to see it. I think it is the right fight to make. Um, you know, the heavyweight division is just one of the must-see attractions of mixed martial arts. Typically, the fights don't last long, and you get phenomenal finishes within the first rounds of these matchups. But this one right here, the GOAT 
versus the greatest heavyweight of all time. The buildup is going to be massive. I am happy for both of the fighters. I am happy for the UFC, and this is why you got to love MMA. This is why you love the UFC, because they continue to put on these events, and that's exactly what this will be when we get it. Date to be uh, announced soon. John Jones, Steve Miocic, looking forward to it in Madison Square Garden in New York City. All right. All right, fight fans, boxing fans, it is your time. It is your weekend. We have a massive, massive attraction to the sport of boxing that will be taking place this Saturday night, April 26th, 22nd, live on pay-per-view from the T-Mobile Arena uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. You have the undefeated Javante Tank Davis, undefeated record of 28-0. He will be stepping into the ring against this sensation of a talent and Ryan King Ryan Garcia, who's sitting at 23-0, 19 knockouts for Garcia, 26 KOs for Davis. Black, what are we getting here? What are you expecting? Well, what do you hope to see? And give me a winner of this fight, Davis Garcia. Well, man, I'm excited, man. Uh, it feels like this fight, they're, they're, they're handling, handling it, the buildup of it the right way. You got a you got a star in Tank Davis, man, who, <clears throat> in my opinion, is becoming the pay-per-view king, uh, absent Floyd, not fighting anymore. And you have Ryan Garcia, man, YouTube sensation, but this kid is utterly, utterly, ultra talented. He's he's one of the best fighters in his division. He's made a name for himself on social media, but um, this kid can fight, man. He and I feel like he's going to bring it. Javante Davis, man, just. <laughs> He's just been, they've been putting him in front of him and he's been taking him out, man. And uh, I'm excited about this fight. I'm looking to see fireworks in this fight, D. I, I don't think if we get anything less, I don't think, I don't think I'll be pleased because these are two exciting fighters in the game. And that's what we that's what I expect is fireworks. Uh, I think it's gonna be really, really entertaining, man. I, I feel like it's gonna be star studded. You know it's gonna be star studded. It's in Vegas. This is Tank, this is Tank's uh, first fight in Vegas headlining. So this this should tell you where they're trying to take Tank to, the next level. And when you start making fights in Vegas, that means you're you're the man. You're the man. You're becoming the man when you start headlining in Vegas. So I'm excited for this one, D. Looking forward to uh, Garcia versus Tank. Man, uh, yeah, boxing is you know offering up some good quality uh, uh, content, so to speak, with this matchup between Davis and Garcia. And 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 I'm happy for the sport. Look, <laughs> Tank Davis is it, bro. All right, this dude has the talent. He has the power. He has the the entire persona of a dangerous man. He has it. Ryan Garcia is a beautiful man. He's talented. He's very uh like he's like brand new. Like a spit shine pair of shoes. Beautifully painted cars sitting outside of the driveway. That's what I see when I see Ryan Garcia. I'm going to get my honest opinions about this. For the sport, I am happy. But listen, bro, this ain't going to be what it's going to be, bro. <laughs> Tank going to get this boy out of here because of the power that he possessed. We seen Tank take him out with a gut shot. We seen him take him out with a blow to the head. We seen him take him out with combos. Ryan Garcia ain't fought nobody. I'm looking down here at his credentials. Former interim WBC lightweight champion. Now, am I dissing Garcia? No! He's talented. We know Tank, it takes Tanks a while to figure somebody out. 
he reminds you a lot of Floyd. Floyd taking a while, figuring you out, you know, doing what he need to do before he can piece you up together and get your body here in his younger days. Mm-hmm. But Tank gonna walk him into the fifth round and he gonna knock him out. Fifth round, KO, Javante Davis gets Ryan Garcia out of here and we're done with this. We're done with this. And do I hope that I'm wrong? I do. <laughs> do I hope that this is a war? I do. Do I hope Garcia drags Tank in unfamiliar territory? I do. Because I want to see Tank challenged. I want to see Tank hurt. I want to see him tired and see what he is really made of if he's put in that position. But there's only one problem. The only person that can control that is Garcia. And I don't think he can do it. (laughs) I don't think he can do it. Looking forward to the fight. Looking forward to the event. Big boxing matchup this weekend. All you fight fans out there, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Because God knows when the next time we'll see a big fight. They telling us Crawford and Spence is done. Rumor, rumor, rumor is, rumor is on Bleacher Report today. Rumor is that they got some big fight news before this fight goes down with Tank and Garcia. Uh, I hope we so. don't, I, I, we don't, I don't know who it is. Rumor is it could be that. Uh, rumor is so. it's something else. So we will see. I'm hoping for uh, a Spence so. Crawford matchup, but yeah. they say there is some big night, big fight news that's going to get announced at this fight. I hope so. Come on, boxing. Come on, boxing. Capitalize on this Davis and this Garcia and give us Earl Spence and give us Terrence Crawford. Give us this. Boxing fans want to see this. We want to be at somebody's packed out house, a packed out bar or restaurant. Give us something, boxing. Give us this. And I hope that they announce this fight, man, and capitalize off this very good energy for Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. All right, so that's going to wrap up our icebreakers, man. Um, of course, we'll be here week in and week out giving you the uh, the hottest news and the hottest rumors. We'll be talking about it before we get into the uh, 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 our main piece of the docket. All right. All right, Black, it is NBA playoff time, and uh, we have a lot to get into, so let's do not waste any more time. Matter of fact, as we're recording right now, we're getting ready for game two between the Philadelphia 76ers and uh, the Brooklyn Nets. All right. It's time once again. Lakers are five. <laughs> What it do, baby? What did you do in camp? All right, man. All right, let's go ahead and get into it, Black. We are in the thick of things with the NBA playoffs. Uh, we are currently recording on this Monday night. Get ready for game two of the Nets uh, and the Philadelphia 76ers with the Sixers leading that series one to nothing. But, man, we got to get down to business first, man. We got to get down the business. You heard me? I love this time of year. I love the energy that it brings. I love just the banter. I love the hate. I love the praise. I love it all. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and fly out there to Los Angeles real quick, my boy. (laughs) 
Let's go ahead and fly that to say, man, man. Matter of fact, let me. Fly I thought we flying. We we in Memphis, bro. We gonna fly to Memphis. Uh, let, 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 me, let me. Let me. Let me. Los Angeles. We ain't heard this Home minute, of the greatest franchise <laughs> in sports. Yeah. The LA Lakers and the home of the greatest athlete in the world today, LeBron James, the King. Woo! LeBron James. Woo! Lakers. Black, the Los Angeles Lakers are up in this series against the Memphis Grizzlies. They take the one game lead one nothing lakers lead black let's go ahead and break down this game from yesterday now going into this series i must be fair there was a lot of lot of love for the lakers to uh win this series and and um you know and and you know i feel that you know the lakers had a beautiful second half um um at the all-star break but you know it is playoff time black let's get into the game let's get into the game lakers win this game yesterday 128 to 112 so much theater so much drama going on in this series black go ahead and start us off man lakers get the win what were your takeaways what were your positives and what were your negatives as the lakers go one nothing oh uh, yeah man uh great basketball games man um los angeles los angeles lakers showed up and took care of business and, and that's what the playoffs are about. We have been we have been preaching it. D, you have been saying it. I've been saying it. Uh, whoever the matchup was, if we were the seven C, whoever the two C was, be careful. Be careful because this team has literally been in playoff mode for two months. So they they're ready to rock and roll. And man, to to see the game that we got yesterday, man, we were treated. Uh, uh, my partner called me yesterday while I was out. See, I didn't catch the beginning of the game. He was like, bro, the intensity of this game is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then once I got in and locked in and was able to cut the TV on, man, it was right off the screen, D. It was mm-hmm. it was wild, man, to even to even watch. And you you got the feeling that something special was gonna go down. Uh, it just felt like the Lakers were uh, were ready to rock and roll. You know, AD came out and asserted himself defensively. I mean, for him D him having seven blocks uh, is a record for him in, in 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 the playoffs, man. That's that's a big deal. Then LeBron James added another three blocks, and, mm-hmm. and man, for those guys to set the tone defensively, that's what that's what the playoff basketball is about. Mm-hmm. Because we know in playoff basketball, unless you're the unless you're the Golden State Warriors, uh, it becomes a half court game, mm-hmm. and and and. That's what we turned this game into, and and I had to realize something yesterday that you've been telling me for so long. You literally in the playoffs, you have to literally give uh, go over what the team gives you. Yep. You know, and that's what the Lakers did. They made the right plays at the right time, and they did what they did what Memphis allowed them to do, and they capitalized on that. They didn't mm-hmm. do too much. They didn't go over the top. In my opinion, I feel like um, I feel like LeBron could have asserted himself a little more. I feel like the matchups that he had, man, he could have done a lot of damage in the paint. He missed like his first five threes D that he mm-hmm. attempted. You know, I just feel like those could have been points that were in the paint because he would have owned his matchup. Mm-hmm. And man, I just I just love everything about this game and, and, and the role play in this game, D it was spectacular, man. Like you got you got Revis gave you 23, 23 points. You got twenty nine from uh, Rui, and then you got a what you got another nineteen from D'Angelo Russell. Like, and then you got twenty. LeBron had twenty one. AD had twenty two. Mm-hmm. And man, just down the stretch, Austin Reeves, man, just showed he showed his hand and showed how talented man and ready he is for these type of moments. And this what uh this what you had been saying, D. Like this team is. 
This team is ready. They have the right pieces around LeBron and AD. And you've get you've gotten a guy in Austin Reeves, man, whose confidence is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Arch, uh, Ruiz is now, too, after a spectacular game like that. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited about what we are, D. Um, I, want the, I want the Lakers, what I do want to see, I want the Lakers to be greedy. Mm-hmm. I want them to be greedy. Do you know how when we were kids, D, we used to go to Shoney's, or oh, you could eat buffet? <laughs> you know how we used to go to them spots? Yeah, mom, sure. mom and them used to take us to Shoney's, Quinces. Sure. I want them Quinces. boys to go and uh, be greedy, D. You know, like yeah, they at the buffet. Yeah. You was just eating. Yeah. And the Grizzlies, they the buffet. So go and man, just just go and get game two. Mm-hmm. Go and get game two. Don't be satisfied. Let's go and get game two. And let's go back to LA up 2-0, man, and, and get these boys out of here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Man, I just love the performance we put on. My hope is that we can get balanced like this. Do for all the games, but I know it won't be like this. Shoot, the next game, it might be D Low. It might be it, it could be uh Schroeder. And then, oh, you never know, AD or LeBron probably could go off for 30 or 40, you know, depending on how they feel. But it's so many options here, D, and you've been saying that for a very long time, how deep this team is. And Austin Reeves and Rui really showed up and showed out in this game mm-hmm. and got us over the hump. Mm-hmm. See, I've been chilling, bro. And I ain't did this in a while, man. So, if you despise uh, a rant from your boy full of uh, really just outlandish, over-the-top energy, then you might want to skip this part of Sports Desk. Because I've been holding this in, okay? You know... All year long. I've been saying all year long. Y'all be cool, man. Everybody chill. I feel you. Don't want to see the Lakers in the spot they in. Everybody need to relax. LeBron Odo, AD, everybody chill. We need to make moves. Everybody cool out. Let this thing play out. Let's see what Rob Palenka can do at the trade deadline. We ain't get Kyrie. Y'all want to jump off the boat. I'm telling y'all on the sports, I love what was done at the trade. Everybody be cool. Just let Bron get healthy. Let AD, everybody relax. And then we come back from the All-Star break with the best record in the Western Conference in the all in the, in the, number one. Number one. Okay? And then you start seeing all the young players, Vanderbilt, Troy Brown, you see Schroeder, you, I mean, the entire cast. Rory, AR-15, the entire cast. We saw the first game when they came out there and put that thing on the Warriors. And I said, okay, I like this. This is a team. This is what we needed. Rob Plinkett did a hell of a job. Should be up for executive of the year. For just a trade alone. You got rid of Westbrook and Pat Bev and you got this? You got all this? Now let's fast forward. We needed a lot of help. Coming in the All-Star break, we was the 12th seed in the West, bruh. Even though the West was tight. Even though there was four to five, six games that separated you from 12 and three, tight race. But we were still 12, dog. We had to go on an incredible run without LeBron. LeBron pulled up on that foot in Dallas right after All-Star break, and we didn't have him. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis did what he we needed him to do 
to hold it down. And then the supporting cast, Coach Darvin Ham matured and got better just throughout this time frame to get Braun back. But we kept winning big games. And then we get in the position to make the play in, we make the play in. We take care of business and now we're in the playoffs. Let me tell you something right now. The Lakers going to the finals. The Lakers going to the finals. If the Lakers stay healthy, the Lakers are going to the finals. I'm not finna sit here and waste y'all time. I'm not finna sit here and act like I'm finna be humble about anything. If we stay healthy, it's a problem. And I know the fan out there is listening saying, oh, he just saying that because he's a Laker homeowner. No, let me give you a couple facts. Let me give you a couple, couple facts. We are deep everywhere. We have shooting. We have ball handling. We have two of the best players on the floor at all times when LeBron and AD on the court. Every time AD and LeBron was on the court yesterday, were they not the two best players? They were. There's only a couple teams in the league that left LeBron and AD on the court. There might be a guy better than Anthony Davis. I see Kevin Durant, and it just depends on how you feel about the Joker. That's it. And then the last little bit of nugget, and this is for people who don't watch basketball, like Cartier Cole. The Lakers are the number one defensive team in the league. Number one. And LeBron said it after the game, if you come in here, we challenging everything. Brian had three blocks. Anthony Davis had seven blocks. We gave them boys hell on the perimeter yesterday. Especially in the fourth. God, God. Good God. Defense wins championships. And you want to know how the Lakers know that? Oh, just three years ago, they did it. They did it. And that team... Was what? Well-balanced. And they defended beautifully. And when they needed LeBron or they needed Anthony Davis, they provided. <laughs> I'm going to keep this thing real short and sweet. And I'm going to head and move on. Because we have a lot more to do on this show. And talk about a lot more playoff basketball. But that young man, Austin Reeves. The real AR-15. The real AR-15. That boy told y'all he was him. <laughs> he is. He is. The man got a handle. The man can get to the cup. The man can defend. The man can shoot it. The man has been a godsend from heaven to the Lakers. This man was non-drafted, and now he's starting in the NBA playoffs for the Lakers. You better be afraid of him, because I told Black yesterday when we was talking during the game, and this told me everything I needed to know. We late in the game, and the Lakers only up two. <laughs> Bron gave that thing about Austin Reeves and told him, go ahead. <laughs> I said, oh, wait a second. <laughs> He told Austin Reeves to go ahead. I'm like, me? I'm like, no, Bron. You get the ball. This closing time. You got to win this game. Austin Reeves, bucket. Austin Reeves down the lane. Uh, pulls up. Uh, bucket. I said, oh, my God. Austin Reeves just scored six points in 10 seconds. <laughs> the Lakers, if healthy, are going to be the hardest out in this entire tournament. And don't look now. If he get... Another rain. My God. 
in year 20. My God. But we will save that conversation for another time. Lakers up one nothing. I fully expect the Lakers to take care of business. Lakers in five. They have no dominant presence down low. Jaron Jackson, congratulations on your defensive player of the year. But you finna get it. You finna get it. There's no answer down low for the Lakers. None. And if the support and cast take turns, because by God, D'Angelo Russell might drop 30 on you tomorrow night. <laughs> you just never know who it's going to be. And guess what? If my top guns don't got to really get crazy yet, that's a problem. Because when it's time for them to get crazy, my God, my God, that's all I'm going to say. John Morant, get healthy, bro. I hate to see it for him. Nasty hand injury. Very nasty. You already was going to lose a series with John Morant, Grizzly fans. Now you definitely finna lose a series because uh, that right hand, which he shoots with, ain't working right now. I think he going to play. He can play, but it I ain't working right now. Yeah. And how much pain is he going to be in? Well, how much he going to be able to tolerate? Los Angeles Lakers, man, up one nothing. Y'all knew this was coming, right? Y'all knew this was coming. Game two, Wednesday night in Memphis. And if we get game two, my God, I'm going to go look for my broom in the closet. <laughs> I bet not come out of there with two games in Memphis. I'm going to go get my broom out of my pantry. Mm. And we will go from there. Stay tuned with all the latest news and information about this series. Lakers will win this series. Black. Real quick, your thoughts on Rui, his game, how he uh, down the stretch also with Reed, they, they combined for 54 points. Mm. So... What did you see out of him? And do you think this is something his confidence is being, being built up as well? He said LeBron, that, that a lot of that came from LeBron, man, in his head, in his ear, telling him, man, take your shots, you know, you know, believe in yourself. Do you can see him continuing what he did? Not not scoring 29, we right, know, yeah. Right. But do you see him still being able to be that presence and get timely baskets when the Lakers need him? Yeah, I see Rui can maintain his confidence on the defensive side of the ball. He's going to have confidence when shooting wide open shots. He's just going to instill confidence in the team. Listen, go back to all of LeBron's championship teams or even teams that made deep runs. He's always had this massive veteran presence around him. You had Mike Millers and Shane Battiers and, and, and J.R. Smiths and, and, and Richard Jefferson. He's always had like massive, like just veteran presence. Veteran gods, yeah. But, di but, but this situation is totally different. It is. You got young bucks. With Braun, who can really hoop, mm -hmm. and who wanna who hoop. can, and they really, they really <laughs> yeah. play so well with Braun and AD. That's the difference. This is the most well balanced team that Braun has had to my memory. I, I don't want to disrespect none of the teams, but to memory, this is it. And Rui, he's a big, he's a big NBA player. He's strong. He's aggressive, and he said it yesterday in the postgame. Being in Los Angeles and being with LeBron has unlocked another level of confidence. And we saw that yesterday. Usually games like that happen for role players at home. Mm -hmm. He did that on the road. Dylan Brooks, you want to leave me open? Okay, bang. Desmond Bain, you want to leave me open? Okay, bang. Oh, I can't get to the cup and bam on Jan Jackson Jr.? Watch this. Bang. He did it all. Mid-range, three-point, get to the glass. If Rui give me 10 points and 8 rebounds, I'm straight. That's a hell of a game. <laughs>
So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I think he still rides out that conference. And you, you got to think Desmond Bain put another battery in the back. Talking that con- yeah. <laughs> yeah. talking that yak after the yeah. game. Talking that yeah. yak after the game. You got to yeah. think he put another battery in his back, D. But man, this team D is 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 loaded everywhere. And and I was like, man, it's certain pieces that didn't get to play in this game. No, because they didn't have to go deep into the bench. They didn't have to go deep. And Schroeder was in foul trouble yesterday. He was. He was, man. I just, it just, it's, it's, it's impressive to watch, man. But I, like I said, when I was talking D, I just want these boys to be greedy, bro. Greedy. Wednesday and I night, feel like baby. you can get these boys up out of here, then that's more time. To rest. If, if, if to rest. Body's going to get better. You know Stay what I'm fresh. saying? Stay fresh. So, D, I love what, I love where we are. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. Let's get game two on Wednesday night. Yeah, y'all know we had to give it. Y'all, y'all know what it is. Y'all, y'all know how me and Black give it up. Y'all know what it is. All right. So now we're going to get on to more logical basketball talk for all you out there who can't stand it. We, <laughs> me and Black, get to gloat about LeBron and the Lakers. All right, Black, let's go out to Phoenix, man. Wow, what a stunner, man. Mm-hmm. I got to apologize to the Clippers, bro. Because I, I disrespect them boys last week when we were talking about uh, the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. But the Clippers indeed took game one, Black, in mm-hmm. Phoenix, 115-110. to 110, And you can't look at the box score at Russell Westbrook. You, you would have had to watch the game. Russell Westbrook was phenomenal. He was. His energy, his defense on Chris Paul and Devin Booker, timely stops, forcing turnovers. He was essential Why Kawhi Leonard was over there going off for 40. What a beautiful team win by the Los Angeles Clippers Black. This is the thing people are saying about Phoenix. On paper, they got them going to the finals, Mm -hmm. but they haven't played a lot together. Black, what are your thoughts on, in my opinion, this was a stunning loss. Game one against the uh, Clippers for Phoenix. What are your thoughts on uh, that game? Yeah, big time win by the Clippers, man. Uh even though I hate the Clippers, you got to respect it. I hate the Clippers, bro. You know, you got to respect what these guys are doing. Look at Russell Westbrook. I think the thing for me with Russell Westbrook, yeah, D, he was three for 19. But, D, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Bosco here, D. He only, D, he only had two turnovers in this game. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't shoot it well. He was one, from, one for six from three. Abysmal offense. Abysmal. But, <laughs> D... He's a he's a veteran basketball player. He's been in playoff games. He's been to finals. He know the little things count in, 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 in the playoff basketball. And that's what he was doing. The little things were the biggest plays in these games. Him defensively, him knocking the ball, stealing the ball, just just the little things helped and it outweighed the type of game that he had, man. And him playing those ten minutes in the fourth quarter. Shout out shout out to uh what's the coach? I always forget his Name who? Uh, Clippers coach was uh Ty, Ty Lue. Yeah, shout out to Ty Lue, man, for allowing Westbrook to be in the game in those moments because Westbrook got playoff experience. Oh yeah, you have to have him in the game in those type of moments because he's going to make plays regardless of what you think think of him offensively. He's going to make some type of pr- yeah. play and have an imprint on on a game like that. And and that's what the Clippers did, man. Shout out to Kawhi, man, do it all. Like they even said, even Incredible before game. the injury, he was on a playoff streak with thirty plus games, and they say he just picked it up in this. One. Too like, Incredible. I mean, this man went for a thirty-eight piece. Like, it it don't get no better from that. I mean, he was what? Uh, 
He was 13 for 24 D, three from five from three. I mean, he just he just loaded the box. He played 42 minutes, 38 points. Big minutes, so, man. Big time minutes, man. And I could just they probably would have beat him worse if uh, PG was out there. Man. But one thing like the Lakers did, I did realize this team is deep as well. They are. They can go to their bench and and, and uh they are. Bones Highland and uh Powell, Powell and they didn't even Plumlee. play the uh Covington and them yeah, other two boys, yeah. the, the twin. None of them boys didn't even see the flow. Nope. Terrence so Mann. man, they they got a they got a deep bench D, and then yeah. I love the way they use Terrence Mann in certain moments, in certain pockets of the game Here's when some they big need some energy. Seems like he's an energy guy, and Here's they bring him shots. in, and mm-hmm. he makes some big time shots, big time steal layup. Great over defense, Chris Paul. Great defense. Mm-hmm. So this team is dangerous. This team is very dangerous. Man. This is a team you do not want to overlook. We've been saying it before, man. We love the KD trade going to the Suns, but they gave up too much real estate. Man, and we bench. said if it was one thing that was going to be their Achilles heel, it was defense, and it showed his head in this game. Quick stat for the bench last night. Landry Shaman, two for five. J- uh, Jock Landale, one for three. It- Isaiah Rainwright, 0 for two. Uh, Kobe, 0 for one. Like, bro, they got nothing from the bench last yeah, night. Yeah, like, and the pieces that they were getting from the bench are not there. They had the uh, the little guard, but he's hurt. Campaign. That's why he, uh, Campaign. Campaign didn't, he didn't even play in game one. Yeah. But defensively, the... There are they are exposed there. Man, man. They couldn't stop the Clippers from getting to where they want. Now they had a stretch in that game in the fourth. I think nobody was scoring. Like I think both teams were like five minutes without scoring mm. until um Kawhi came down and bang bang. I'm three in and a row. Yeah, and three then in a row. I think after that, the only points they got was what Russell Russell Westbrook went to the line and hit the two free throws. Yep. Which one of this which put them ahead to win the game. Yeah. So Man, that that was a big time performance, D. But if 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 Phoenix is going to have any chance of uh, righting this ship, KD KD got to be more assertive. He was a lot. Of, he was he was very passive. Yes, which was. was not bad. Which was not bad, D. But you got to assert yourself offensively. You have to, and I'm pretty sure in game two, that's what we're going to see. Book. He was really good on the defensive side, but he could have been better offensively. Chris Paul missed a lot of timely shots at the basket that I was that I was shocked at. But you gotta you gotta expect them to clean that up, D, and make this thing a series. But shout out to uh, the Clippers, man, for taking advantage and getting game one. Yeah, my spill is gonna be on the uh, the Suns. You did a great job breaking down the Clippers last night, but Kevin Durant can't shoot fifteen shots. He has mm-hmm. to shoot more shots than that. He was virtually not uh, was a no show uh, in the fourth quarter. Like what? What's going on? I mean, I didn't really understand. And then Chris Paul, man, I, and deep down inside, I'm like, Yo, Chris Paul is he going to be the Achilles heel to this team mm-hmm. if they need him to score buckets? Chris Paul was at the rim, yeah, several plays deep in the game and just came up with nothing. DeAndre Ayton is not getting the touches that I feel he needs to get so he can assert his dominance out there on the floor. What do what does Mason Plumley have for DeAndre Ayton? Nothing. DeAndre Ayton, this is he. If he want to be respected as a dominant figure in his league, he has to do more. Matter of fact, he had DeAndre Ayton had eight rebounds last night, man. Mm. Eight rebounds last night, man. Chris Paul had eleven. Chris Paul can't have more rebounds than DeAndre Ayton. Sure can't. And the thing that was glaringly noticeable. Defense from Phoenix and no depth coming off that bench. And if you go up against a team, and I'm, you know, it's obvious right about now, but if you go up against a team with like the Lakers, 
What's going to happen if Booker Durant got to sit down? Oh, and even in that, D, Kevin Durant, I just seen this, 45 minutes. 45, 45 minutes. And only took 15 shots, That's D, in 45 good. minutes? That's not good. That's not. That's not good. And then you got Chris Paul, man. Um, You know, even on his assists, he got his 10 assists, but my God, two from eight from the field. He was a plus six. He should have been way more than that with controlling with Durant and uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker had a solid game, 10 for 19. He was 0 for 3 from 3, 6 for 8 from the free throw line. He played 43 minutes with a total of 26 points. But if I'm the Suns, I know it's game one. I get it. And I fully expect the Suns to rectify, and I fully expect them to win game two. I'm just going to put it out there. I expect the Suns to win game two. But listen here. This series, I had this going in five games for the Suns because I just thought the loss of Paul George was going to be detrimental. But, man, I'm ready to change my tone. Mm -hmm. We're looking at a six, dare I say, seven-game series here because of Kawhi Leonard. Comes to play like that and he understands his assignment, which he's fully capable of doing what he did in game one every other game coming up. We're going to be looking at something that's going to be like, oh boy, what's who going to really come out this series? I love the drama. This is why I love the playoffs. You can't get this in the college football playoff. You can't get this in the NFL play. You can't. No one picked the Clippers yesterday. No one picked the Clippers. And now they up one game to nothing in this series, man. So mm-hmm. we're going to be watching this one extremely close. A lot of drama there. Game two, I believe, will be tomorrow night um, in Phoenix. And uh, we'll be looking forward to see what goes down there. All right, Black, let's stay in the Western Conference. We got the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors who gave us a beautiful, probably the best game of the playoff weekend. Um 123-126 in game one. We have game two tonight. We're actually recording while game two is on the horizon. Black, let's kind of switch up the conversation here. We all saw the beautiful uh, offense that both teams displayed in game one. Black, what are you expecting in game two? And do the Warriors for the first time ever go down 0-2 under the Steve Kerr era in the playoffs? Um, D, it's going to be an exciting game, but that's too much experience over there. I don't expect them to go down 0-2. I think they're gonna light this thing up one one because of the, the because of the things that really was their Achilles heel in that game was they turned the ball over a lot. Yes, dude. they did. They had what a uh, eighteen turnovers in this game. Yes, they did. And um, they got out rebounding and points in the paint. Like Sabonis had a big boy game. He didn't do it in the points, but he rebounded the ball solid. He's he rebounded the ball, ball solid. Him and Harrison Barnes did work boys. on the uh, mm-hmm. work on the inside like. These are these are stats that uh, the Warriors own in playoff time. Draymond, Looney, and those guys they they control the boys, and they didn't do that in this game, man. Man, just I I I I really feel like uh, De'Aaron Fox, man, just put in his head like he had his way. You know, Him he had his Monk. way. Yeah, you got to believe Draymond and those guys going to rectify that. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it a little harder for him. Got to touch bump him. him a little more. Touch him a little more. <laughs> this the playoffs. Yeah, man. This the playoffs, bro. Yeah. And there's one thing about the Warriors team. You can say what you want. Oh, man, they 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 flashy. Them red dudes, they just like to shoot the ball. But no, Draymond set the tone defensively. So I expect Draymond to be out there with a couple bowls and De'Aaron Fox back or in his chest. Mm-hmm. I expect a little more physicality out of the Warriors in this game, D. This game, unlike the other one, it was it was back and forth, which I said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But D, it's a it's it's a chance that this game could probably get a little ugly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I think this game sake, could be a more defensively sake. a defensively sound game than yeah. it was in game one yeah. because the Warriors know what's at stake, and I believe the Warriors know D. They can't get in a running matchup with the, with the King because them boys are super young. They ready to rock and, and they roll, run. and they want that's what they want to do. Yeah. And I don't believe that <laughs> being the veterans that they are, as many finals and playoff games they've played, I don't think they can get to into an up and down anymore with these guys. I think they realized that in game one. So they really got to do them the way they did Boston in the finals that year. Bully them. They're going to have to bully them. And Steph and Clay, you, you just got to think Clay ain't going to have a bad game like that no more, D. I mean, he was 8 for 19, D. He was 8 for 19, 5 for 14 from yeah. 3. He didn't even go to the free throw line, D. He Which only had crazy. 21 points. Right. Like, man, Steph, Steph had 30, but he was 11 for 20. He was 6, he was six for 14 from 3. Mm-hmm. You know, they usually make more than they miss. Mm-hmm. So you got to think they're going to insert themselves even more, D, in game 2. Looking forward to it, but I believe this is going to definitely be a dog fight. But I expect the Warriors to pull this one out. Yeah, well, good breakdown on the uh, Warriors. I'm gonna go ahead and touch up on the Kings, man. I mean, my God, Darren Fox with 38, uh, Malik Monk with 32. Like the Golden State, what you gonna do about Malik Monk coming off the bench, giving mm-hmm. you 32 points? He played 28 minutes and gave you 32 points. That's crazy. Here's the most glaring stat about Malik Monk: he went to the free throw line four. Times that's crazy, bro. 14 free throws. That's the most glaring stat in the stat sheet for me. How does Malik Monk get to the line 14 times? What is going on defensively? Now, Andrew Wiggins came back, and he had a decent game. He did. He played 16 minutes. You got to think they're going to up that to 22, 25 minutes in game two. Missed some key buckets down the stretch, though. He did, but he, you can tell he didn't have his legs. Yeah, he did. You can tell he was he sucking wind trying yeah. to get it together, but that'll get better with him as the series goes on. Wiggins going to have to take the challenge of Fox. You got to take the talent of Fox. You can't be on Harrison Barnes down there. I know they switch a lot in Golden State, but he going to have to go out there. Bigger body on Fox. Fox is very fast. He's very elusive. Klay Thompson can't stay in front of him. He cannot. Steph Curry not staying in front of him. They're going to have to get a bigger body. And if you chop the head of the snake, the body will fall. And that's what's going to have to happen. Now, Sabonis is more than capable. But I will say this. In the first half, Draymond was frustrating that boy. He was. He was very much so in Sabonis' head in the first half of that game. I fully expect more of the same from Draymond Green. Go ahead. And, uh, and, and you know one thing I noticed? You may, you may not agree with me, and I don't know if you will or not. But it seems to me like Sabonis... Is so very skilled. He gives Draymond more to think about mm-hmm. than he did with the Joker last year when they played mm-hmm. Denver. Mm-hmm. It's like they cut the basket off from the Joker. He mm-hmm. was he Sabonis was limited everywhere. to what he can do. But Sabonis can bring you outside, go inside. D. Mm-hmm. He's a little more versatile than Joker. Joker sure. is. I don't know if you agree, but you can tell because, like you say, in the first half he was kind of bottled up, but then in the second half he started bringing Draymond away from the basket, making timely jump jumpers. Mm-hmm. And then once you bring Draymond away from the basket, that's when you get offensive rebounds. Sabonis mm-hmm. hitting the boards uh, heavy. So I believe he, the skill of Sabonis is causing Draymond and them some problems defensively as well because he's so skilled and there's so much you All have right. to worry about, which you didn't have to worry about a lot with the Joker. You only right. really had to cut the basket off. Right. I do agree with that. That's a great, great breakdown uh, of what's going on on the floor right there, especially with Sabonis being able to move Draymond all over the floor. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what that switching going to come into play for Golden State. Mm-hmm. And, and and if they're not on their game, man, they can go down on two. They can't afford it. Yeah. They, they can't, can't afford, afford it. it. They, were, they were the worst road team, one of the worst road teams in the league um, this past uh, regular season. 
And they've never been down 0-2 in the playoffs under Steve Kerr. They've never done that. I don't expect them to go down 0-2 this game either. But listen here, man. I won't be surprised if they lose again. I want the energy in Sacramento. Mike Brown's going to be the coach of the year. They have all-stars and Sabonis and Fox. Like, man, listen, like, these guys remind me of, like, back in the day when the Warriors were just coming of age and they were young. The, the, the OKC Thunder with Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. Yeah. They remind me of a young team coming of age, and they're going to be around for a long time. A long time. And if they knock off the champs, yeah, man, that's going to be an amazing shout out to uh, well, you could say uh, a kid who's moved around that the, the kid Lyles. I mean, he just come up big time, big time threes, big 16. time shooting. 16. Like you, they they got pieces on here that can make shots, D. Yeah, they do. It, it, it ain't just it ain't just Sabonis and Fox. Support cast. You got is nice. Monk. You got Lyles. These guys making big time shots. So, yeah. and then you got Mitchell with the energy. I was like, when I was looking, I was like, oh my god! I didn't <laughs> realize they had little Mitchell from Baylor. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, and then he bring the energy defensively, mm-hmm. getting up on the stage. Getting up under uh, Clay, like I don't understand it. This is what I realized last night, and if and if no one know it, y'all need to know. Clay Thompson is not the number one defender on his team anymore. Mm-mm. He can't stop a cold anymore. Mm-mm. So it's no reason he should have been on De'Aaron Fox at all. Now, when when before the injuries and all that, when he was when they were playing against the Cavs, he was up a Kyrie. He was that was defensive clay right there. He was the number one guy, but he ain't that no more. No. So, like you said, they need to make that switch and put Wiggins on him because Clay's not going to be able to stop this man. And and and, and you gotta assume if it is Wiggins that's on him, they're gonna do a lot of they're gonna try to do a lot of switching, a lot of pick and roll to get Clay on uh on De'Aaron Fox so they can so they can use and abuse him like they did in game one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely, man. So this is gonna be a big game on Monday night. Uh, like I said, we're recording as game twos are underway right now. We got a tie ball game with the Nets uh, and the Sixers 25-25. And then, of course, we have the nightcap uh, with the Warriors and the Sacramento Kings tonight. All right, real quick, we're going to stop by the, the Timberwolves and the Nuggets, man. This is why I didn't want the Timberwolves to make the playoffs. This is why I wanted to make the playoffs. That's why I was looking for the Pelicans or OKC to get into this spot here. They beat them boys by 30, man. They beat them boys by 30, man. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, I don't know what's going on with uh, Edwards, man. I don't know what's going on. Man, I cut that game off at halftime, man. I watched the game last night, man. By halftime, man, I was in the bed, man. Nuggets up one. Uh, uh, take the take game one in this series, man. Um, what, Excuse me. Go ahead. I, I, I don't want to stand, man. Like, come on. Carl Anthony Towns, what are you doing? Stat 11 points, nasty. 10 rebounds. Nasty. 5 for 15. One from 7 boys. from 3. Come on, bro. That's nasty, bro. Anthony Edwards, come on, baby Jordan. 28 minutes, bro. In a playoff game? They're going to sweep them boys, man. Man, you only gave me 18 points, 6 for 15. Awful, man. I mean, my Mike Conley, 25 minutes, 8 points. Awful. 3 man. for 5, 2. <laughs> Awful, man. Like, come on, man. And Gobert was atrocious. This, 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 why I was hoping the Pelicans would have showed. They, man, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wishing, yeah, man. Pelicans are uh, like, thunder, man. Don't get me wrong. Denver is not as is a is a better team than what they were last year, especially having Murray back on the floor and of course, then the key man. additions of Reggie Jackson and a couple of KCP, more pieces. Yep. Even the big man they got from us that we traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I just don't, I just don't realize why Minnesota. And why the top guys, 30 minutes car Anthony Towns like Yeah. Well, I don't know what the deal is there, D. They they definitely going to get uh swept, but 
you can't look over uh, Denver. Denver is a well better a, a better team than what they were them. last year. D. Yeah, I don't really got much to say about it. I think the Nuggets are going to sweep the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves probably make it close in Game Three when the change of scenery takes place. I mean, Joker was chilling out there, bro. That man had thirteen points and his team won by thirty. Thirteen points. He had thirteen points and he won by thirty. Man, that man was out there chilling, bro. <laughs> bro, they had eight people in double figures, dog. <laughs> Minnesota, y'all should have stayed home with that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Nuggets up one nothing. Man, that's gonna be a sweep, bro. I'm not gonna be documenting this series, bro. This is gonna be a sweep. We gotta talk about it. Ah, right? man, it's embarrassing, bro. It's a playoff. It's going ninety points. But Towns and and you know what? I'm gonna chill, bro. I'm gonna go ahead and move on because I was they wasted my night, bro. I could have went ahead and went to bed, my boy. You I'm up at midnight watching this trash. They made me lose two hours of sleep, man. My, my God, at least give me something and lose by ten. That's your beauty sleep right there, yeah, my boy. bro. I just lost two hours of it, bro. I can't get that back. I can't get that back. All right, Black, let's go ahead and add that to the East, man. Another series that we, um, well, I ain't going to say we're going to stop by because this, this this game got interesting late. Boston Celtics take a one-game lead over the Atlanta Hawks this past Saturday, 112-99. At one point, the Celtics was up on the Hawks 35 points, mm-hmm. up 30 at the half, but something happened in the third quarter. Now, Black, did you do you take anything away from the Hawks making a hell of a run in the third quarter to get this game back to eight. Boston was up eight before they somebody snapped out of it, man. Do you take anything from it or is it just no? Boston was just kind of taking their foot off the gas. They're clearly the better team. This is going to be a short series. Of course, bro, it's the playoffs, bro. Of course, I take something out of it. Okay. It, 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 it's, it's, it's something to be talked about. Like, Boston, like, you can't be chilling, bro. It's the playoffs. You step on they, you step on their neck, bro, and take them out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, this this shouldn't even got to eight points. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have got there. Now, D, they probably took their foot off the gas or whatnot, but it's still a playoff. And one thing I realized about the Atlanta Hawks, bro, they're going to fight regardless if they down 4, 35, 4, whatever they down, bro, they're going to fight. They're going to continue to play ball. And that's why I feel like people were saying that this could be a sweep. That's why I felt like Atlanta probably could get one, maybe get get one maybe in Atlanta. But Boston needs to be careful. They can't be letting this team get confidence. They probably felt like, okay, we we can do some things against Boston. But we're going to see what happens. I still believe Atlanta gets one. I don't think they get swept, D. I think they get one in Atlanta, but Boston has to come on, especially now since they done moved them up to being the favorite to win a title. Like, we need to see the dominance. You know, we all went to the finals last year. Most teams who lose the finals and come back the next year, we see they dominance through the playoffs, D. We see they dominance, and this is what we need to be seeing from Boston coming off a trip from the finals last year, going into these playoffs. They don't need to they don't need to play around with Atlanta because if little Trey Young and them other boys get hot, it's gonna be a long night for them guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really too concerned. I, I just think Boston took their foot off the gas. It was up 35 at one point, 30 at the half at home. You're right, Black, about that. It is a playoffs. Put their foot on their neck and get them out of their misery. But Atlanta made a run. They got young players. They can shoot it. They can get to the rack. And, and they just had a hell of a run. I mean, Boston was non-existent in the third quarter until they started waking up in the fourth. But JB and, and uh, JB, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Beautiful numbers, man. JB, 29 points, uh, 12 rebounds. Uh, Jason Tatum, 25 points. 
11 rebounds. I mean, they controlled the boards the entire game. Al Horford with nine. Marcus Smart with seven. Off the bench, Robert Williams with eight. Uh, they had one, two, three, four, five players and double figures. They only played seven players. Five of them were in double figures. Uh, excuse me, eight players. Five of them in double figures in game one. I fully think I think this game going to be a little bit tighter in game two because Atlanta, Atlanta probably gained a little bit of confidence. But I fully expect this series to be over in five games. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to get a Hawks one game. Um, at home, um, and this series should be over in five games. Boston does look like they're on a revenge tour. They look like they're clearly head and shoulders over the Atlanta Hawks, and they dodged the bullet not playing the Miami Heat in the first round. Mm. They dodged the bullet because we see. We, we about to talk about that next, <laughs> what we got going on out there in Milwaukee. But uh, I'm not concerned. I've got the Celtics in five games, even though this Hawks team, um, they're not going to go away quietly. Mm. Boston's the better team. But Atlanta is not going to go away quietly. All right, game two for that matchup is on Tuesday night. All right, Black, let's go ahead and go up to Milwaukee, man. The Miami Heat, the ACD Heat, are up one game to nothing over the Milwaukee Bucks, winning 130 to 117. Obviously, the key moment of the game uh, was when Giannis Antetokounmpo went down, and he went down hard. Now, thankfully, all x-rays are clear. There's nothing uh, of permanent damage to Giannis's, uh back and tailbone. Uh, they say progress for Giannis was very good uh, today, and uh, his, his status is up in the air for game two still. All right, Black, even with Giannis going down, were you surprised that the Haw- I'm excuse me, that the Heat still managed to not only win this game, they dominated this game and get the win. Yeah, D, and, and I think that's the thing people are not looking at. When Giannis was on the floor, he uh Miami was doing what they wanted to do. Yep. I know I know it was a little small sample size, but they came out from tip D mm-hmm. and was giving it to Milwaukee. Yep. Giannis couldn't assert himself. I mean, they was missing shots like uh uh, Drew Holiday got an early child foul trouble. foul trouble. I think he picked up three in the first, first half, half, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. D like Miami is always going to be that tough, grind you out, dog fight team. Them lo- losing Hero is huge, man. Yes, it's it huge is. with that with that broken, broken hand. hand. Hopefully they can get something out of Duncan Robinson or either Vic- Victor Olin Depot. <sighs> but that's a big loss, man. But man, playoff Jimmy like D. What is it about playoff Jimmy, man? They need to draw a test. I, I I don't understand. Jimmy can look so bad. They need to draw a test. I mean, in the in the playoff, he look. I mean, in the in the play in, he looked so bad against Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then he came alive against uh the Bulls. Yep. But man, this man dropped thirty. What thirty five? Thirty five against Milwaukee. Eleven. Eleven. Is, come on, D. Yeah. Like he do it every time he's in the play. It don't matter what seed he is, too. It don't. It don't matter. matter. Playoff Jimmy always show his head. D, this series can get tricky. Miami and Milwaukee. Miami has owned Milwaukee over the years in certain series. In past series, they hadn't had Drew Holiday. Giannis is dealing with a back injury. How much a Giannis? How much a Giannis can be Giannis? We know he's going to come back, but how much can he be Giannis? Miami is a good defensive team. They know how to cut the basket off from Giannis. D, this could get this could get really tricky. I thought my I I I said it five, but this could get up to six. It could get to six, or is a chance it could get to seven if Giannis can't come back and be Giannis. But this is gonna be a good series, man. Outside of the injuries, 
I feel like I feel like it, we saw a lot in that little time that Giannis was on the floor that Giannis wasn't able to do much in that time that he was on the floor before he got hurt, D. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that raises an eyebrow. Miami Miami is ready to rock and roll. They know that they can beat mm-hmm. the Bucks and they're not scared of them. So this is going to be an interesting series, D. Listen, <laughs> this injury has to be a lingering injury from Giannis. He's not going to be ready to go like 100% like no time soon. Like that was a brutal fall, bro. He bounced off the court and and I know he was hurt because when you arch that back, bro, that mean that pain is shooting down. So Giannis is going to be dealing with this. Now, Chris Middleton gave you 33 and 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 Drew Holiday couldn't give you much. I mean, Bobby Porter's came off the bench and gave you uh 21 points, but look, the hero, the hero loss is what's going to do in the heat here. Mm-hmm. Because if hero was still available and able to contribute, because they, he's their second scorer mm-hmm. that they can rely on. Bam can score, yes, but hero can do whatever he wants to really when when he wants to do it. Ball he, handler, he yeah. ain't available now. If Vitola Diva can show his hands and really kind of go back to yesteryear and kind of give him a little bit, then maybe I still expect the Bucks to win this game. And I'm gonna go ahead and go to seven games. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go to seven games. Jimmy Butler could not be guarded. <laughs> and throughout the regular season, the one constant thing about the Bucs, they have trouble with forwards. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, like, bro, on the wings, they've had trouble all year long. They brought Jay Crowder over from Phoenix. He ain't stopping them boys. <laughs> no disrespect to Jay Crowder because he's a gritty, grindy veteran who can mix it up, he but he ain't, ain't P- stopping that. He ain't PJ Tucker, bro. He ain't stopping that. <laughs> so that's been the one thing in that Bucks defense. Man, this is going to be interesting it on uh, Wednesday night. If if Giannis doesn't play, <laughs> can the can they really go down 0-2? Can they really go down? And the only man that's going to be able to stop them from doing that is going to be Drew Holiday. And Middleton. Middleton and, 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 good. and Middleton. But it's going, it's, Drew is the head of the snake if Giannis say no. He got the ball. Drew going to have to get right. So this is, here again, another example of why I love the playoffs. Go ahead. And you and you got to thank D. Like, this man won the championship. A finals championship, a finals MVP on with a with a bad MCL. Mm-hmm. And you gotta think that Giannis is gonna be able to play through this back. Is it is it that much worse of an injury than the MCL? Right. That back injury, like you gotta think something in him gonna try to assert itself in, in game two if he plays. Right. Word is people they don't know. They, they say he looked better today. Like, who knows we'll see, what bro. that back? Cause when that back, I know you're you're still you straight tricky, up. Man. You're straight up with that back it's if it tricky, really man. get hurt. You can't and do you too can't much bending. Jumping. Yeah. Like, bro. I know you can it's so much you can do with your knee. It's ways around that. You know what I'm saying? But that back control. Man, everything. that bike control, everything. But D, like, coming into this, man, I didn't see that going down like that. Man, that's that was the one that was a shock. That was, was a, a shock of D. So Oh, man, Milwaukee better be careful here. I think I think Middleton need to keep doing. I like what I saw from Middleton. Mm-hmm. He was able to step up with, especially with all the concerns with him being hurt with that knee. But he was able to come out, make some big time shots. Well, when when the game was close, but like you said. The head of the snake is going to be Drew Holiday. He's going to have to control his offense. Indeed, all these shooters that they bring in, they got to make shots. Mm-hmm. They got to make shots. D. So 
That's that's gonna be the recipes, and then they going and and don't sleep on Brook Lopez when when Giannis was out for a while. Brook Lopez played wonderful basketball. He gonna have to if Giannis you know, not there. So they need to find ways to get him the ball and get in space, and he can step out and make some timely threes as well. Mm-hmm. So Milwaukee really is gonna have to really come together if Giannis is not available for them in Game Two. Man, so interesting, man. And then once again, this is why I love the playoffs, man. Man, this is why I love them, man. Miami Heat up one nothing. All right, but let's go ahead and fast track. Let's get to this matchup, man. The Knicks and the Cavaliers. This was touted as a lot of people thought this was going to be a left hook, right hook, uppercut, uppercut type of series. And the Knicks go in the Cleveland and get a W, man. 101-97. Donovan Mitchell was sensational in this game, but it wasn't enough. Now, Black. I watched this game it's in, in its entirety. Me too, yeah. Jalen Brunson gets two quick fouls in the first quarter. Tibbs pulls him out, and he is not available for his team. In the second half, this <laughs> man exploded. Mark Cuban, you dummy. <laughs> you and that Dallas Mavericks organization, I know y'all was throwing up. Watching this dude, man. And y'all mean to tell me y'all couldn't get that man 125 million? And he out here thriving in New York City. Julius Randle came back and let them boys know it ain't sweet out here, baby. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley got pumped by Julius uh, Julius Randle, man. Mm-hmm. The defense, the pace of the game, the Knicks controlled it all on the boards. They had one, two, Three, Josh Hart gave him 10 rebounds, 17 points. They control the boards. And then you come over here. Look at Jared Allen. Jared Allen with 14 points and 14 rebounds. <laughs> then come over here to your boy, Evan Mobley. 11 rebounds and 8 points. That is not going to get it done. Darius Garland did not have the best game either. Mm-mm. He only registered one assist. They, could, they count on him to control the offense. And then, of course, no bench presence whatsoever from the from the Cavaliers. Uh, Seti Osman gave him nine points, and that was it. That's crazy. Black, this is going to be a world championship fight. Heavyweight status between these two teams. Black, I went back and forth of who I thought was going to win the series. And I'm going to keep it real, man. We didn't get to do the preview show, but I picked the Knicks to win this series. Mm-hmm. I picked the Knicks in seven games <laughs> to win this series, man. What about you, man? D, well, you better than me. I got the Knicks in six, bro. Wow. I, I Bro, listen to me. Like, <laughs> this Bronson, this getting, who would have thought Bronson would have been a heaven sent to the New York Knicks? Crazy. Bronson has already play, out, outplayed that contract that he got from the Knicks. <laughs> and then if I, and if I'm Luca, oh, I'm man. going. I'm going to uh, what's your boy? What's the owner name? Uh, what's the owner? Mark Cuban. Man, hey man, man, sign me my freedom papers, man. To New York, get me up out of here. Let me go to New York back with Bronson, man, because I know Luca had to be sitting there. And he was pissed. Mm-hmm. I know he was pissed watching that. Mm-hmm. This man took over the second half, then. Like you, you called out some of the numbers. Like, come on, man. He he had everybody come along except RJ Bear. RJ Bear, 31 minutes, seven points. RJ Bear, tighten up, man. Mm-hmm. Tighten up. But uh Julius Randle, he had missed what like the last six D before he came back for the playoffs. Uh, he gave you 19 points, 10 rebounds. 
He was seven for twenty, but he was three for ten from three point. Like the Bronson just really controlled the second half of this game, D. Mm-hmm. And man, when this when he get to his spot, D. Man, it's a beautiful thing to watch, man. Cause this this boy is wet. That game, I would have never thought Brunson like we. I knew how he played with Luca, and they complimented each other very well. But to see him doing the exact same thing, if not better, D in New York, man, it's 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 amazing to watch, D. I just feel like if if the Cavs don't get Game Two. And you got to think, I kind of feel like they will because I feel like Garland is going to realize he need to assert himself a little more. And we got to realize this is the first playoff game. Some of them some of them boys over there outside of Donovan Mitchell playing the ND, they don't got the experience. Mm-hmm. They don't have the experience over there outside of Donovan Mitchell. But you got to assume that they're going to assert themselves in game two. But if New York can mess around, bro, and steal game two, I don't, I don't, I don't, have, I don't have the Cavs winning the game in New York at all, D. Wow. I don't think they can win in New York. I think the, the Knicks are going to be lights out. That crowd is going to be crazy. And you know how the Knicks fans serve it up <laughs> in, when they make the playoff D. Yeah. You better ask Trey Young about it, even though he, he that whole thing home. with him. Yeah. He sent him home. He sent him home. But we know how that crowd can get, bro. We know yeah. how they, we, they serve it up. I feel like in New York, it's going to be very, very hard to beat the Knicks. So I don't see them beating it up. They're going to have to. If they can't steal this home court back D, they going home in six. Listen, somebody gonna have to come along with Donovan Mitchell. It gotta be Darius Garland. Somebody it gotta, gotta come. be him. Oh, Mobley. Mobley can give you twenty. You gotta do something. Mobley can't give you eight points, man. He can't. He, he can't. can't. Like this is this says this series says seven games are written all over it. The Cavs have the talent, but once again, you come in there with finesse basketball against a Tom Thibodeau team, mm-hmm. you're going to feel that pressure. And that's exactly what we've seen. Incredible. Incredible from the Knicks when they lost Brunson in the first half. Incredible. Incredible. Brunson comes back in the second half and basically said, my bad, y'all. Man, had 26 in the second half. Mm-hmm. Went crazy. Julius Randle is a dog, man. He got that last rebound after the Garland miss and just, I mean, after the Brunson miss and ended the game. I was like, wow, where was Evan Mobley? <laughs> this is going to be a highly touted fight. Still got it going seven? I got it going seven for sure. I think Donovan Mitchell, when he go home to New York, because he's from New York. Um, you think they can get one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I this, think he going to go be family. Yeah, but family and friends, and he from New York City, he's six miles away, man, from where he grew up at. He ain't going in there and just dropping no duds. Donovan Mitchell gonna give us something to say. Oh, my somebody God. gonna have to come with him. Yeah, and you're right. <laughs> somebody gonna come with him. I'm not worried about Donovan Mitchell, but I think this goes seven games, and I hope it goes seven games because to me, this is the most evenly matchup, evenly, evenly playoff matchup in this entire first round. Yeah. So you East or West? This is the most even. Deck between those two. So teams. you like the Knicks to win the series? I in like seven. the Knicks to seven games. Yeah, and and I and I think it's needed because we hadn't seen the Knicks win a series and move on to the next round oh, in a very long forever. in a very long oh, time. Yeah, forever, so bro. and yeah. I think this is a really good Knicks team. They showed us during the regular season deal with stretches. 
that they put uh eight wins, like nine wins. Then they had like the longest Ten. win streak. Yeah. After All Star break. break, ten straight. Yeah, and I and I think they came to L. A. and bust up the Lakers after they had lost like three straight. Yeah. Or something like that. So this Tom Thibodeau has this team playing really good basketball, and that's with veterans sitting on the bench like Evan Fournier, Derrick Rose, them boys sitting on the bench. They ain't doing nothing in these games. So man, it's it's amazing. I I love this Knicks team and and, and where they are. I fully expect them to move on to the second round in six games in this series. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to it, man. I think we're going to be treated, man. Of course, we'll keep a close eye on this series, man, because this has all the makings of a classic series. All right, man, let's close it out, man. We got the Philadelphia 76ers. Excuse me, 76ers. Taking game one, they're currently down 40 to 34 to the Brooklyn Nets in game two in Philadelphia. Black, let's go ahead and wrap up with this game is live. Um, just your thoughts on the series. The young Nets, man, are, are really hanging in there with Philly. They had a chance to really assert themselves in game one, but Philly pulled away late in the fourth quarter. Black, how many games does this go? And who's your winner in this series? I, I think, I think, uh, I feel like this is gonna go five. I think the Nets could get one somewhere. Because they got, they, believe it or not, they're a young, scrappy team, and they require a lot of talent. I mean, Michael Finley, Dinwiddie. Uh, he said Michael Finley. I mean, what's his, what's his name? Not yeah, Michael Dorian Finley. Finley Dorian yeah, Dorian Finley, 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 Smith. Finley Smith, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie Mikael uh, Bridges. Bridges yeah. And then they got the young kid who had those games with the 40 point stretch, Cam Thomas. Seth Curry. So, yeah, they, so they, got some, uh, they got some nice pieces. And um, they got great coaching too with um, what's his name? I always get his name mixed up. Jacques Vaughn. Jacques Vaughn. So Jacques Vaughn is, is is a decent coach. So I expect them to get one, but I, I expect fully and B to assert itself and get these boys out of here. James Harden played very well in Game One. Uh, I expect him to be much better moving forward, and we'll see what happens in this game. This could be the game that the Nets get. Who knows? But I fully expect the 76ers to win this series in five games. I actually had the Sixers winning in six. I thought the Nets would get two games. Okay. I think they are very good on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Did Witty, Mikael Bridges, uh, uh, Cam Thomas, uh, I th- they going to give them boys hell. I mean, P.J. Tucker can still defend, but you're dealing with young legs out there. Mm-hmm. Mikael Bridges, they get around that boy. I mean, we watching the game tonight, and they are moving decent. Now, Tobias Harris, we had a Tobias Harris sighting, ladies and gentlemen, in game one. He gave them 13 points. Uh, in the first half, and uh, you know he was very uh, you know contributed to the win. But this is going to be about Joel Embiid. Oh, all right, man, look at Joel oh, Embiid. Yeah, this going to be about Joel Embiid, and if he can control the paint, control the series, this is going to be up to him how fast this series ends. James Harden is not going to be called upon to save the day. That is not his role any. More. All right. He's going to have those opportunities if they have to face Boston or somebody like that. But this is all about Joel Embiid taking care of Nikki Claxton, controlling the paint, being dominant, rebounding. And Joel Embiid is struggling tonight in game two. I believe he had six points, 10 rebounds. Six points, 10 six rebounds. Points, six points, 10 rebounds. So um, we'll see how it goes. But I, I got the Sixers in. In in um in six games in six games all right um and then they'll move on to the next round but you know uh, I think this will be more competitive than the experts say uh with the Nets and I don't know what Spencer did with it was just doing just then because he just sent a brick almost over the backboard all right all right man so that's gonna conclude our NBA playoff coverage and breakdowns of course we will be talking about uh all of these matchups all of each round so forth and so on but before we go black we didn't get a chance to do our preview show conference finals eastern conference who will be there 
Man, East Conference, baby. Who's gonna East, be there? East Conference. I'm going to East Conference. I'm going to go uh, Milwaukee versus Boston. I got Milwaukee. I'm gonna got Milwaukee coming out of the East. I feel like long as Giannis is available, they're gonna find a way to win with that home court because it's gonna be hard to win in Milwaukee. Western Conference. Hold man. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let oh. me get the East off. Let okay, me get my East okay, off. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. Eastern Conference. I mean, it's very simple for me as well. I have Milwaukee versus Boston in the conference finals, man. And I've said this uh, over and over again. As long as Giannis is healthy and he has a supporting cast around him, this going to be very hard to send him home. He gave a powerful. Uh, pre-game uh, conversation the other day and he was like I'll, I'll never be as talented as Kevin Durant I'll never be able to shoot like Steph Curry I'll never have like he just said I don't have those things he said the only thing I got is drive and determination and I'm still pissed off and I got something to prove I said oh my goodness he's still ticked off and he got a chip <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bucks to beat the Celtics in seven Games now, would it surprise me if Boston came out of the East again? Because JB and JT, man, them they the best duo in the league, man. Mm-hmm. They just are. They just the best duo in the league. Would it surprise me if they were able to beat the Bucks? No, they complement each other so well. Yeah, too, and, and that's the only team that I think that could beat Milwaukee. But I'm gonna stick with the Bucks as long as they're healthy. All right, Black, let's get out to the Western Conference, man. Who is in your conference finals? <laughs> Yeah, come on, let's go ahead. Yeah, let's get with it. Man, look. <laughs> I'ma go, I'ma go, I'ma go Lakers versus Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Really? I'ma go Lakers versus Clippers. I think the Clippers Sheesh. are gonna they're gonna find a way to get past the Suns. God. And I believe they could beat Denver because they just they deep just like Denver. And they they show they showed a few years. And I, I think they want that get back from a year few years ago in the bubble. I think the two deepest teams in the West are the, the Lakers and the, and, and the Clippers. I think they meet in the Western Conference Final with a chance to go to the finals, mm-hmm, D. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, mm-hmm. the King mm-hmm. reaches another finals yep. with this ultra-talented team, this deep team that he has. Seven games. It's going seven games. The game's going to be in LA, so it ain't no home court. So seven games in LA, LeBron, AD, they put it all together. They give us one of the best performances that they have together as a duo against the Clippers to close them out and go to the finals. I like the Lakers in seven games over the Clippers. I got the Lakers and the Suns in the conference finals. I got the Lakers and the Suns. I think Phoenix figures it out. I I want it. The Lakers, the next round matchup, if they were to make it a, a, up against a Golden State or Sacramento, that's going to be extremely tough. It's going to be hard. That's going to be extremely tough, but I, I'm, I'm going to roll with Braun, man. I'm going to roll with Braun. I'm going to roll with what I'm seeing from this team in L.A. So I got the Lakers uh, going to the conference finals. And something I got in me. So real quick. Something in me wants to pick the Warriors. I feel you. Because they just went last year. I mean, year. I feel you. I feel you. You, know, you, some, won't, you I, won't be and, wrong. And, and, I, and, I, and, and I won't be mad at a Warriors versus the Bucks finals. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at that. Because yeah. I felt like that's what we probably should have... I wish we could have been tweeted that, that last year. Last year. Because yeah. Giannis versus them, like, it just, it just feel right, you mm-hmm. know, to see them too. But I wouldn't be shocked if it's the Warriors getting there. But I'm going to roll... 
With the Lakers. With the Lakers. Yeah. So I got Lakers and Suns. I think the Suns get it together. I think they take care of the Clippers. And I think they also take care of Denver. I think Denver is going to make it very, very difficult um, in the second round. But I think Phoenix prevails. I think Kevin Durant, <clears throat> somebody going to have to go whisper in his ear and let him know who he is again. And what's going to have to be done for him to make it to the finals. And alongside with Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Chris Paul, I think they get it together. All right. Suns, Lakers, in the conference finals. I have the Lakers. In the conference finals, advancing to the NBA finals to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Black NBA finals. You got the Bucks. I got the Bucks. You got the Lakers. I got the Lakers. Black who hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy and be called to be called NBA <laughs> champions in June, my boy. Huh? D. Yeah, let's go. I could be wrong, man. I could be wrong, boy. And I never said. I've never once went against the king. Mm -hmm. And all these years I've been loving him. Mm -hmm. And I ain't going to start now. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Lakers, horse the truth. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, just look, man. If this man horse this trophy, it's, it's done daughter for you all. Mm -hmm. You know, buddy. If I got the Lakers. Finding a way to get this thing done. It, 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 it just, I don't know if you got the feeling, but it just feel like, it just feel like it's, it's prime for them to make a run. It does. It's, and, and I feel like their matchups that they're going to be, they'll be able to get, they, they was able to get Memphis. Then they'll be able to get the win out of Sacramento and in the Warriors. And I expect that to be the Warriors, but they play so well against the Warriors when they play them. And, and man, they just, they super long, they super athletic, they call they they call shooters problems mm -hmm. defensively. So I fully expect them, man, to be in the finals and horse the trophy and LeBron gets number five. Yeah, Lakers and seven over the Bucks. Lakers and seven over the Bucks. The one thing about LeBron, like I know, like you guys know. You know, he's heard all of the conversations about Giannis, and Giannis has rightfully earned his spot as the best player in all of basketball. But I trust that Lakers team, if they could get to the finals a little bit more than I trust that Bucks team. If Anthony Davis could be upright, we've seen what he does to Giannis. We've seen it. The last time they played, we've seen the back and forth between those two. That was a really good game, too, dude. It really was, but <laughs> the, the the X factor always when it's Bucks versus Lakers is LeBron. <laughs> Who's going to guard LeBron? Who's going to guard him? Drew Holiday is an exceptional. Drew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Drew is an exceptional defender, but Drew can't guard LeBron. He's going to have to deal with Austin Reeves. Because by that time, by, by the time Austin Reeves gets to the finals... <laughs> it's gonna be something to deal with. So call us homers, call us bias. What you thought we was gonna say? What you thought we was gonna say? Lakers in seven, Bron get five, and boy, as soon as he hoists the trophy, we having a talk. <laughs> what talk we having? We already have a talk. That's already that's already that, bro. What talk we have? <laughs> We, we, already gonna have us to another, we already know he the go. We already know he the go. We're gonna have us another conversation. All right. You just want just right. say you want to stir the pot a little just, bit, bro. Of course, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> I got to, my boy. I got to. All right, man. So that's gonna wrap up episode 223 of the sports, man. We hope y'all enjoyed the episode, man. Hopefully, y'all caught something, man. Hopefully, you know, get keep y'all around, giving y'all reasons to stay around and hang out with me and black man week in and week out with the sports this man. So we'll be talking NBA players. We do have the NFL draft. 
coming up next week we'll be having content and information about that as we get closer and closer to these uh, young men in college football uh, get, being prepared to have their names called and reach their ultimate dream making it to the National Football League man so it's always a fun time when you're dealing with the draft of course we'll be having coverage leading up to the draft all right so again like i said hope you guys enjoyed the episode thank y'all for all y'all support y'all love retweeting hitting the links man sharing the show telling a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend you know what i'm saying that's another sports show out they should be checking out dean black and the sports desk all right black anything before we roll out no man appreciate all the love and support man y'all keep rocking with us y'all can hit me on twitter and instagram at black nl3 man y'all hit me up let's talk about it yes sir nba twitter i was out here yesterday man and y'all was messing with me too man y'all was messing with your boy man on nba twitter man i'll be back out there in a little bit man i'm gonna come back out man we're gonna have fun on NBA Twitter, all right? Uh, my name is Dedrick Elix Jr. You can find me on all social platforms. We can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Holla at your boy, all right? And remember, man, tell a friend. To tell a friend, to tell a friend. That's another sports show out here that they should be checking out. DM Black with the sports desk, man. Tell your mama, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your daddy, your school teacher, your barber, the pool man, the yard man, the dude who come get the recycling, the dude who cut your yard, uh, whoever, the dude that work in the local footlocker, let them know, man, that they should be checking out DM Black. All right, man, we'll catch up with y'all, man. And of course, if we have any breaking news, we'll be back uh, before then. All right, y'all be easy, man. Be safe, love your family, love your friends, enjoy life. One day at a time, man. You just never know, man. Enjoy life. You're listening to the sports show, New Sports Desk.